For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AM570 in LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570LASports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, our thanks to Dr. Stephen Foreman for stopping by. Makes an appearance about once a year. We love when he comes on. And always yeah, offers absolutely. advice that Rodney affects the entire audience. All of our listeners. Absolutely. And if you have uh, any chance to help, to donate, to support your time, give your time, please do so. As he mentioned, there are... There are advances in technology and medicine and treatments every single day, so every dollar helps and every dollar counts. Uh, we talked last hour about cheating in chess, and uh, we couldn't figure out how that went. If anybody knows how you can cheat in chess, please let us know. Also, we talked about the man that tried to smuggle three pythons into the United States from Canada, and uh, Alan Lee, and by the way, he could face up to 20 years in prison in a $250,000 fine. Alan Lee tweets the show, that guy gets 20 years in prison. Oh, I'll tell you what, he'll see a lot of pythons. Oh, Alan Lee, oh. appreciate you listening. Thank Freddy. you. So we did get a call that told us Freddy. something. It's called, there's actually a name for it, an acronym called FIDE. People basically use electronic technology. And usually they're playing against a computer or a friend of theirs who's like sitting across the room that anticipates the moves that have been made by the person they're playing against. And that's how they genuinely or generally cheat in chess. So it's all use of electronic devices playing against the computer or somebody else in a separate game across the hall or who knows wherever else they may be. I also have an update, by the way, on the kid. So the kid Hans Neiman we were talking about last hour. So... As he was going in to compete for the U.S. Chess Championships, I guess he has a bit of a reputation as a bit of a potential cheater there, Fred. So they actually uh, used a metal detector to uh, and waved the wand on his backside as he walked into the competition because uh, apparently there were claims that he was uh, using wireless vibrating beads inserted into his Uh and using that to Uh cheat. Hey, yikes. Well, yeah, I got to be honest. Wireless beads? Yeah, but beads. I, I, I got to be honest with you. You hear something like that. I don't know if he's using it to cheat because I've known people that do that and they think it's a good time. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's... Rim shot. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Maybe it's dual Maybe it's dual <laughs> use there, Fred. I'm not sure. <laughs> but that that was one of the theories as to how this guy was we, cheating. We should ask Dr. Foreman. We should have. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> Could have elaborated on the situation. Talk about a prostate check, doctor. Oh. And now this guy. That's, wow. <laughs> gives you a little tingle. And you know what? Uh, it's it's rooked night four. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the lens people will go to cheat, I guess. I guess. All right. Well. There's your uh, 
There's your anal update. update. Oh, oh no! There you go. <laughs> All right, now we need spirituality. You know what? After that, we need cleansing. Sure as hell do. Oh, by the way, we do need cleansing in uh, the National League Wild Card. So yes. the Cardinals were up two to nothing. Yes. Forever. But of course, forever did not include the ninth inning. <laughs> because now they're in the ninth inning. Yes. Philadelphia trails 2-1. Top of nine. Is at the plate. With what, Fred? The base is loaded. Bases are drunk, baby. And one out. One out. So a base hit here gives the Phillies the lead. They're playing in St. Louis. All right. We'll keep an eye on that. And now to bring spirituality and cleansing, it is Vic the Brick. And Vic, good afternoon. Dr. Stephen Foreman is not just an amazing doctor at the City of Hope, which performs miracles, todos los dias, todos los noches, but he is a rock star. I've had the pleasure of being under his care at the City of Hope, and just to see Dr. Foreman at the City of Hope, I mean, just people flock around him. His love, his vibration, his knowledge, his vibe is just so crazy off the hook, positive and wonderful. So you guys not only had one of the foremost doctors of our planet in the house, you had a rock star in the house. Great. He, he is a good guy. Doctor, uh, yeah. Immense Dodger fan. Yeah. Immense. Humongous Dodger fan. So that's a blessing he was in the studio today. Dr. Stephen Foreman. Vic, have you what? ever used anal beads while oh, cheating in Lord. tennis? Oh, I mean, Lord. in chess. Yes or no? Wow. Oh, Lord. Fred, you know what's... We have a segment right now of cleansing. Yes, we do. I don't want to. I don't want to backtrack, you know, into your service. Well, I'm just saying, Kevin pointed you know, that out. If you know what service is, yeah, yes, Vic, I know what service is. <laughs> Wait, do I know I what service is, Vic? Yes. Does Rodney? I'm, I'm not sure, but I do. I, Rodney, a segment of service. You talk about uh, all this, basically, uh, not so kosher ways of of victory, you know, by using a body. You know, using a body part. Sick, wait. And it is no good. Base hit. Hold on. Why? Vic, we have an update. Go ahead. Philly St. Louis? In the wild card game. A two run single by Gene Segura with the bases loaded has just put Philadelphia up 3 2 in the top of the ninth. They now have runners on first and third with one out. Yeah, Mm. Philly's lineup is very deceptive on one to nine. They can hit, man, and in this time of playoffs, and I'll get into it a little bit in moments, but the Phillies have a very uh, under-the-radar lineup, one through nine. You know, you got an MVP in the lineup, and, and Bryce Harper. You think Kyle Schwarber can hit a little bit? Schwarber led the league at home, is no. Yeah, Reese Hoskins plays first. They can hit. Sneaky lineup. So, but you know what postseason's about, and I'll get into it. I don't, I don't want to uh, gild the lily, but I guess I already am gilding the lily. Gild that lily. Gild that lily. We Your lily's being gilded. We don't know how gilded. painful that could be. Hey, now, look out. Pitching. Pitching, pitching, pitching. It's a worn-out mantra, but it it's relevant, especially in the playoffs. 
One word. I pitch it. Okay. Was that Thank the whole you for lily? the update, Fred. Was that the whole lily, or did you gild it all? Or what? Most of the lily, Fred. Okay. He's riding with his number six Trojans. Riding. T- tomorrow afternoon, tough game with Wazoo with the yeah, Collie. It's no Rodney slouch. Pete. Ain't uh, no slouch, Vic. VTB! <laughs> Ain't no slouch game. Don't Washington look Washington State can play defense, man. That's they, not the issue. They can score on you, too. That's the issue. That is the issue. Not their defense. That won't be a problem. USC will score. What will they stop? Washington exactly. State. Exactly. And what is UCLA? A four-and-a-half-point underdog to Utah. We'll find out a lot this weekend. Yeah, we will. On both sides of the of the city. Who's real and who's not? I'll tell you who's real. Who? He's real. He's pure. He's Kevin Figgis. Come on, now. Nah. Oh, purity. Mm-hmm. I'm real and I'm spectacular, Vic. There you go. How you In like a nutshell. That, and I In a nutshell. I like that. I like that, Kevin. Like that. Good call. In a nutshell. All right. And who was the woman in Seinfeld that said that? Do we remember? Whatever character Julia Louis Dreyfus played, right? No. It was Terry Hatcher. Oh, oh. really? Terry Hatcher. Wow. Oh, loving okay. Terry Hatcher. Yep. She was the one. They're real. And they're spectacular. Oh. He's real and he's spectacular. Ronnie Fossey. <laughs> King Flavor, you're a mighty mensch. Could that have been the ugliest NFL football game we've seen in, in, in decades? Close and, to and it. Fa- and for this, they paid, what, $80, $80 million dollars a game on Thursday night to uh, televise that crap? I mean, that, that Colts-Broncos game. I'm watching Russell Wilson. I'm sure I'm, I'm one of millions of football fans who had hey, the Russell hey, Wilson hey, flashback. Wait. Another update. Run. Now Philadelphia is up four to two. Smash to the first baseman goes to the plate. The runner from third scores. So the Phillies have now opened a four-two lead. Top of the ninth. One down. Runners on first and wow. second. Wow. Oh, I think you were talking about that football game, how bad it was last night, right? Exactly. Hold on, listen to this. But sometimes a game can be, at least at this point, so bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No. (laughs) Al Michaels is brilliant, isn't he? We all know his brilliance over the years. He's brilliant. He's not afraid to say, this is is schlock. I'm going to give you it. It's schlocky. Schlocky. I'm not going to hide the fact that this game is weak. And that's what the fans love about Al for so many years. Shouldn't the Broncos have run that ball on fourth down at the end, Vic? Don't you think? Ends of the animal. When Seattle lost the Super Bowl on the last play, remember Malcolm Butler of the Patriots steps in front of that pass from Russell? Yes. They should have run, right? This, you know, Russell Wilson's got to call an audible, man. I think he had 12 receivers wide open. That was an audible. To throw it. Well, that was the wrong audible. I had the ball! <laughs> K.J. Hamler, the wideout for the Broncos, he's still pounding his helmet into the turf. He's still pounding his helmet, screaming, Russell, Ciara, I'm open. He was so open, they reported him as missing. Nobody could find him. <laughs> Sound like Al Michaels. 
<laughs> it wasn't just Hamlin. There was a lot of Bronco guys wide open. But like you said, they went right at the middle of the field, the worst place to throw a pass. And the Broncos were a mess. Well, the good thing is next week's game will be so much better, Vic. It's the Commanders and the Bears. Nice <laughs> offense there. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Amazon saying, ooh, we got some goodies. <laughs> Someone broke it down, what? They paid $78 million a game Something on Thursday. Like that. Yeah. To televise that, you know, these these games. I hope Al's got a lot of notes ready. Yeah, a lot of preparation. Oh, You're baby. paying a lot for Al Michaels, but you know he's worth the price. Oh yeah, he is. He is brilliant. Even that game, he made fun. Exactly. That's what he's been doing for decades upon decades upon decades. My two favorite moments were when the two Bronco receivers caught the ball together, and then dropped it, <laughs> and then when they ran over the the, the back judge. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. The guy's like in the play and gets run over. The back judge. You want excitement? You Vic, want scoring? Wait, Vic! Oh no. There's more. Oh no. They're blowing this wide open. Now a ball is hit to the left side of the infield. The shortstop basically misses the ball. And another run scores. It's five to two Phillies. One out, top of the ninth, two men on. Brandon Marsh with that hit. Getting yep. out, of, out of purgatory with the Angels and actually playing meaningful baseball. Good for him. The greatest hair in baseball and the greatest and beard, beard in baseball. Beard. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. It was Arenado that Arenado missed it. Arenado missed it. Mm. He misplayed it. Yep. And he's, he is incredibly gifted defensively. Not on that play. Playoffs, man. It's a different beast. We have to remember that. It's a different beast. Every play is amplified. Every play is intense. Every play is... Pure Passione Corison. You have to defense pitching, defense pitching. Was it two to nothing to start this inning? I think it, it was. It was. Yeah, they've scored five runs in the top of the ninth. They just took a shot. If you've Swords ever been to, again, uh, yeah. to Bush Stadium in St. Louis, I've been there. Yes, great. Those are the most passionate fans in the world. Yes, they are. And they really know the game. And they just took a shot, and people are leaving. Yep. They've seen That's, enough. Oh, that doesn't sound like the Cardinal way. You're leaving? It doesn't sound like the Cardinals' way is one of loyalty. Whatever. Get your tuckuses back in the seats at Bush. Hope they get swept. <laughs> wow. The Cardinal fans are annoying. Their fans are annoying. The team's annoying. I'd love to see Philly pull this off. Woo! I mean, not just today. The whole, the whole deal. You know, we love, we love Pujols. Got to give some, you know, got to give it up, you know, for Brandon Marsh. But St. Louis is, has been a thorn in the Dodgers' side for years. I prefer not to play them. Well, six to two, they're down. down. The Sacrifice Let's, fly now. Let's. You, you want to eliminate opponents. You want to every make the way journey. they can score, they score. Yep. Yeah, the Phillies. Uh, as we said earlier, very sneaky offensive lineup. You want scoring. You want intensity. You want the greatest high school football game, maybe of the season. Santa Ana Bowl tonight, number one. Saint John fine. Bosco Braves of Bellflower, number two. Modern day Monarchs of Santa Ana. I'm telling you, Friday night lights, illumination to another level tonight, everybody. That that will be what like watching a college game. And again, remember. That game that we talked about a couple of yeah. weeks ago that was supposed to be at SoFi. Right. Yeah, but Modern Day didn't want to play it. Right. They wanted to host it instead. Somehow Petros tried to defend that on Sunday night. Yeah. I'm like, really? And it came down to, well, maybe it's a home game for Modern Day and they want their money. 
big money. All goes down tonight. It's not just, you know, California. We're talking about America, national. This is number one and number two nationally. High school football mecca, Santa Ana Bowl. Get there early. And tomorrow afternoon at the Rose Bowl, fellas, get there early. Get there early. Pac-12, Pasión for Pasadena. Be packed at the Rose Bowl, Vic? Shoot. I'm going to go 60,000. Oh, really? 12.30 kick, of course, right here at oh, Amp570 Other Sports. Yeah, a lot of people are coming down for the weekend. From Salt Lake City. Absolutely. Yeah. The students are back. Oh, good point, I, Dick. The students UCLA are back students in Westwood. Absolutely. Fred. Right. Number they still 18. Have to drive to Pasadena. I'm sure they'll have fun taking that drive to Pasadena. Listen, 18, UCLA. 11, Utah. Everyone's going to say, is, U, is UCLA for real? Hey, this, they were asking that last week. No, we're going to find Washington. out after this week, Vic. We'll know. This will be it. If they beat Utah, they're really yeah. very real. Yeah. It's got to be the biggest and most El Gigante Bruin regular season game in years. Well, aside from that South Alabama tilt. That was hot. Yeah. The South Alabama what? Tilt. <laughs> oh, God. And as, as you hit upon earlier, Fred, Utah, three and a half point favorites. Yeah, on the road. I thought they were four and a half. Wasn't, wasn't Washington three and a half point favorites last Saturday? They were. Oh, you're right, Vic. Three and a half. You're right. You're right. It's good for, it's good for the Brewers to be the underdog. They've always played a lot better you know, for, for Chip and over the years as the underdog. So we, we want to see the dogs out there of UCLA tomorrow. You know, DTR has been unbelievable. Heisman Trophy buzz. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, no? No. He's playing Not fantastic. Not quite yet there. No. I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing that buzz in, man. If he hurdles a couple of youths tomorrow on his way to a, a couple of touchdowns, and UCLA you know, beats Utah, which I'm predicting victory by four. By four? For the Bruins. Right. Okay. By four. Tight game, crazy game. I mean, college football is nuts this year. You got DTR's got to be in the height in the Heisman conversation. If they win tomorrow and he plays well, probably you get right? a victory over a top eleven team. Sure, but right now, probably not. Yeah, I'm bringing the buzz, man. I'm going to bring some DTR you know, buzz. You played three Alabama schools, right? And when none of them are the Crimson Tide, Vic. I don't think that qualifies as beating some top notch <laughs> yeah. teams. Well, who does Alabama play? You know, South North Alabama, Northwest Alabama, the Citadel. I mean, come they play crap. <laughs> Look at the whole Southeast Conference the for decades. That's all they play. You know, is is <coughs> not Division One squads? They scrimmage with these teams. You know, don't dog out the Citadel, Vic. Yeah. They got to give love to you know, like Appalachian State, man. They're coming in playing some ball this year. That coach better uh, get ready to move because somebody's going to hire him. Who? Appalachian State, the oh, way yeah. they play? Oh, yeah. How about Kentucky? Yep. Even though they, they, the Ole Miss got him, but Lane Kiffin doing his job down in Ole Miss as well. There's I, a lot of under-the-radar teams. Kansas is undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been to Ole Miss, but I know some people whose daughter goes yeah. to Ole Miss. It's great, great place. They told me about it. 
they said they go to at least three football games a year. It's yeah. so insane. They fly yeah. from here to see their daughter to go to the games. Yeah. They said it is. It's a scene. It's a yeah. happening. Yeah. We need to I'll get tell you what's there. happening. I'll tell you what's happening. What's happening, Vic? Our Dodgers. Yeah. On Tuesday. Yeah. The tournament begins. The tournament begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All eyes on Queens tonight because the survivor, Padres Mets, will be at Dodger Stadium Tuesday. Listen to every play, every moment. The pure, incredible passion of the playoffs right here on AM570 LA Sports. Dodgers! So Padres Mets game one later from Queens. The twirling dervish feeling Hugh, Hugh Darvish. Mets will throw, of course, Max. I tapped out as a Dodger in the playoffs. Scherzer. <laughs> so the first couple games are going to be insane for the Mets because Showalter is playing these cockamamie games with uh, Chris Bassett. If he's going to toss game number two tomorrow or game number three tomorrow or if he's going to bring in Jacob DeGrom tomorrow. We won't know until the game one's over. But he's got a strategy that he used to use with the New York Yankees back in the day when he had David Cohn. If you remember, when he was managing back in the day, Who's that, never Buck? really... Who, Buck's got that strategy? Showalter. He'll never give it up. He's a, he's a fantastic baseball man. Great manager. You know, that's one, yes, of, the that's one of the reasons the Mets are where they are today. You know, from out of the darkness into some light. Yes. Because of Showalter. Yes. Sensational manager. So he won't give it up on who's going to start tomorrow. All we know is Scherzer and you, Darvish, from Queens later today. And I got the Padres. Everyone's picking the Mets. Brother Bob's got the Mets. You know, he loves the Mets rotation. But I told him, Brother Bob... San Diego, oh, man. Rubber Bob. We, we got to rotate. You know, we're coming from the West Coast. We know what San Diego. We've seen them between 46 times this year. They can play. Those bats get rolling. They can take the series from the Mets, two out of three. I mean, if you know, Juan Yepes can hit a pinch or two at home for the Cardinals. I mean, anybody can step up. Juan Yepes. 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 Venezuelan yes. outfielder. Yes. Steps up for the Cardinals for their uh, for their two runs today. Yeah, who's won yet, Bez? Two runs. That's what the playoffs. That's about the playoffs, man. You never know who's going to step up. Unlikely heroes, different heroes every night, every day. You're going to get these guys, you know, on the 26 man roster you've never heard of, producing. Hey, Vic. You know, we talked about cheating in chess. Khalib yeah. S. listens to the show. Here's what he tweets. Yeah. Cheating in chess. Points. Hey, look over there. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, That's my God. Cute. That was pretty good. <laughs> that is good. Hey, look over there. <laughs> hey, what's that? All right. Oh, my God. You know what else I saw on Twitter? Because, mm. you know, the haiku is a stream of consciousness. I just saw this on Twitter, and it actually brought a tear to my eye. It did? Yeah, it did. I'm glad you didn't see me. Yeah. I saw your proposal to Holly. 
You did? Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. What was it on? She put it on. She, she tweeted it out. Oh, she, she did? This, she said, this is the proposal anniversary when oh. you crashed the set at uh, Hangout with I Mr. Did. Cooper. I did do that. And proposed wow. to Holly. Yeah. Oh, thank God you told me. Yeah, well. well yeah. Well, she was the show, so I, I was supposed to tweet that out. <laughs> that's beautiful. You got to check it yeah. out. It's Holly tweeted it, so check out Holly on Twitter. Ah, that's nice. And her yes. face was just yes. Uh, I'm so surprised. Reggie Miller was on that episode. Yeah, of hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, he was taking her out on a date, and uh, we had the director come in and say, Let, "We need to do that again." And next thing you know, I came through the door and said, "It's me." She had no idea. She had no idea. No idea. No idea. She started to cry. It was great. It was really good. Yeah. Keeps him out of the (laughs) doghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doghouse. Wow. That's that's beautiful, Rodney. Why why did she cry? Did she cry because she was so overcome and excited and thought she'd met the love of her life? Or did she cry because she went, damn, now I'm stuck with him the rest of my life? (laughs) Which one? Damn. I'm stuck with him. I can't say no in front of all these people. (laughs) That's why I did it. Great timing. Yeah, baby. Love was in the air. And love continues. And love continues. Speaking of which, and I'm sure it's fake, but who knows? Did you guys see the video that was uh, going by this week on uh, social media as well of this guy at a baseball game that proposed to his girlfriend with a ring pop? Oh, she, and she slapped, slapped him? The crap yeah, out of him. I saw that. I saw that. Like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it's like, really? He slapped him and ran off. Oh, embarrass yeah. me like that and proposed to me with Come a on. ring pop? You know what? I don't think that was real. I don't think so either. But it, it, Part of me wants it to be. But they sold it. They really did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's one of those things I always joked about, but I would never actually do it. No, you want to get killed, pop? Exactly. Again, this is the Friday show where anything goes. Clearly, yes. So, Vic, that's why we're you know all sharing in your stream of consciousness prior to the haiku today. That's fa- that's fantastic. Fantastical. And we speak of love, and that is why the haiku for the last couple of days is centered around one of the great poets of love, Chilean poet and philosopher Pablo Neruda. Another Chilean. Same guy. Same. Oh, same guy. Pablo Neruda. Pablo. Okay. His poems are pure passione corazon. They're breathtaking. I truly recommend everyone to get a hold of a, a, a love poem or a love book by Pablo Neruda. N-E-R-U-D-A. Neruda out of Chile. Neruda. This haiku for you on this Friday, October the 7th. Laughter is the language of the soul. I'm feeling you. Pablo Neruda. Okay. Solid way to wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, Vic. Solid. Solid way to wrap it up. Well done. Uh, Phillies game against St. Louis. Cardinals hitting bottom of the ninth. Two down. They have runners on first and second base. So they've mounted a bit of a threat. But uh, the Phillies are one out away from capturing game one. Remember in the wild card, it's a best of three. Big capture, too. Yeah, that'd be huge. And also remember in the wild card, all games are played at the higher seed stadium. Yeah. So, for example, the Padres and Mets, when they get going later today, all of those games will be at City Field in New York. You have no home field advantage if you're the lower seed in the wild card. 
right now, the Phillies are about to snatch one from them. Cleveland held serve today and beat Tampa Bay earlier, playing at home. Yep. Yeah. And Seattle's currently beating Toronto, by the way. Oh, Seattle is? 3 nothing in the fifth. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we don't expect to see either one of those at the end anyway, so we wish them all the Aww. best. I'm just being honest. You know, it's nice they made it. It's a nice run. Maybe they get lucky. But do you expect to see Seattle or Toronto? Oh, it sounds like you hate Canada to me, Fred. That's what I gleaned from that. I love Canada. Yeah. I think the Canadian national anthem is beautiful. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Speaking of that, my wife is in Canada now. Hope you're doing well, honey. In Ottawa. Our home and native land. Yes. Oh, the capital. She's in the capital. She's True in Patriot the capital. Love. Huh? I said True Patriot Love. Yeah. And All Thy Sons Command. Right. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. That, do, 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 I think that's all do, I know. Do, that's good. Do, that's do, a good pull, Kevin. Saskatchewan, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Manitoba. All right. Good job, Vic. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right. Is the playbook going to be open next? Barely. Perfect. A little bit. Perfect. Rodney will open the playbook No, next. I won't. Just a little bit. A little right. peek. Okay, a little peek. Next. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's your girl Nina Chantel. You're listening to my homies, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports, your home of the Dodgers. All right, Fred Rogan, Rodney P. On a Friday. Friday, we don't care. Uh, so the Phillies and Cardinals are in the books. The Phillies scored six runs in the top of the ninth to beat St. Louis 6-2 to two and grab a 1-0 lead in that best-of-three series. As Kevin mentioned before the break, Seattle and Toronto have been underway. They're now in the bottom of the fifth. And the Mariners, who really had reason to celebrate, at the trade deadline decided we're all in. Yes, they did. Are leading the Blue Jays four to nothing. Oh, boy! Don't you get the feeling it's going to be a wild playoff ride? It's going to be wild, Fred. Well, look at it like this: Toronto's playing at home, so Seattle yep. can steal the first one there. Uh, Cardinals lost at home. Philly stole the first one there. Cleveland playing at home took care of its own business. Yes, and on the horizon, the Mets and the Padres. But don't you feel well? Yeah. Now, now it's now the pressure's all on those home teams that lost that first game. Yeah, because it's only a one game series now, and they got to win it. But um, boy, that first game in a three game series, that is that is everything. That is critical. 
Don't you like this better than like I know what's the instant game seven, but like the one game wild card where everything's oh, on yeah. the line. Oh yeah, this is so much better. No, this is one sixty-two. At least you have a chance. So much better. You know, so much better. This is definitely better, but still, you know, you play one hundred and sixty-two games. Comes down, comes down to, to yeah. two, I guess, instead yeah. of one. Comes but down and to if two. you have, like, like for instance, the uh, the Mets, right? They have two outstanding pitchers. You just went two, throw your two guys, and then what do they got till Tuesday, right? Before they play again, right? You know, we had Friday. Uh, those guys still get to get two games in the next series. So you throw your two best guys. You throw Degrom and Scherzer. Get those two wins if you can. You're well, hoping. See, that's why Vic brought up the fact that Showalter is kind of hemming and hawing about whether or not to start Degrom tomorrow. Right. Because if they win today, Play the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Throw Bassett out there. If Bassett can get steal you a win in Game Two, now you have Degrom win, yeah. for Game One. Win in Game One, and this wild card is so critical and yes. important. Then you have options after that. Right. Well, yeah. you know, as somebody would say, I wouldn't sleep on Bassett. He can pitch. Yeah, he's not he a pitch, but he's not, he's not Degrom. No, right. he's not Degrom, but he's good. He's, he's a good basset too. hound. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's gonna win that series, Metro Padres? Real quick. Uh I, listen. It really comes down to who wins this first game. Whoever wins this first game is gonna win that series, and I do believe the Mets win it. I agree. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So we'll we'll see. I, I think it'd be closer or. or it's going to be wild, I think. It's going to be interesting to see those Padres bats and see if they can get going. And how quickly they'll be able to get going. I yeah. think that's also important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if they don't get going quickly and they allow DeGrom or Scherzer to go seven, eight innings, trouble. Trouble city. And the other thing with the Padre bats, and it'll be interesting to see what kind of at-bats do yeah. they have. Do they have the Dodger approach? Yeah, we're going to grind them. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they do. I don't think so either. I think you go up there, you like it, you yeah. take a hack at it. Yeah, exactly. You know, try exactly. to wear those guys down. You have to. You have to try to get them, you know, up in that 80, 90 pitches as early as possible so you can get to that bullpen. Remember that yeah. trade uh, Seattle made for Luis Castillo from the yeah. Reds? Yeah. Got the Dodgers. Uh, worked out pretty well. Yeah, kicking the tires on. He's yeah. the guy that's up five to nothing. Yeah, man. worked out pretty well. Yeah. All right, so uh, we've got football this weekend. We, we do. we got Chargers and Brown. Big, big, big weekend for the Chargers. We're going to see what Charger team we're going to have for the rest of the season, Fred. This is this is big. Justin Herbert, um, you know, he's still got the rib injury. Here, here's the thing. The Cleveland Browns, and, and this we'll find out about the Chargers on defense because we praise them all offseason about the the moves that they made, Brian and Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, all those guys. There have been some injuries on that defense. We saw Bosa's out. Um, and you're going up against a team like Cleveland, who's the best rushing team in the league. They both, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, can run the football. They run it down your throat. Uh, it's going to be a challenge uh, for that Charger defense to stop the run because one thing that they do very well, meaning the Browns, is keep the ball away from the opposing quarterback by churn churning up that clock. And all they're trying to do is keep the opposing quarterback off the field, let Jacoby Brissett make a couple throws, eat up eight, nine minutes on every single drive, make the game shorter so they can win it in the end. 
Um, they're not playing with Deshaun Watson, so they, they're not going to be um, willy-nilly throwing it all over the lot, throwing it 40, 50 times with Brissett. They want to run the football, and they have a great, great offensive line to be able to do that. So the Chargers are going to have to stop the run if they want to get Herbert back on the field. And on the flip side of that, on offense, the Chargers got to figure out a way to help Mike Williams on the other side. They're going to be without Keenan Allen, right? And the one thing the Chargers don't do right now is they don't run the football very well. In fact, they are last, last in the league in rushes and rushing yards per game right now. And they also are 32nd in the league in yards per rush. Not, they don't run the football very well. They don't run the football very well. And if you can't run the football well, that that's, means a lot more pressure on Justin Herbert. means they're going to try to throw the ball 40, 50 times, which is not good for him. They're a better football team when they're balanced. I know we think Herbert is Superman and you should put it in his hands, but no quarterback out there is good without a running game. So they need to be balanced, and they haven't run the ball very good all season long. All right, let's go now. Rams and Cowboys at SoFi. How do you see that This one? is a pick em. This is a pick em. I think this game is going to determine which way both of these teams go. I, I really do. We don't know what kind of team we're seeing in the Rams. They, on paper, going into the season, we thought they were going to be pretty good and repeat. They've shown that they're not very good at all. Uh, the Rams, first of all, they got to find another receiver than other than Cooper Cup. Right. I mean, Allen Robinson, uh, I know we try to put out APB on him, but no one seems to find him still, Fred. Think about this. Cooper Cup has 42 catches this year. The second most catches by a wide receiver after 42 from Cooper Cup is 12 <laughs> by Skoronic. Not even Allen Robinson, the guy they paid the three-year deal to. 12. Think about that. Cooper Cup has 42 catches. The next wide receiver number of catches is 12. Think they're targeting Cooper Cup a little bit? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. Plus the Rams, as Eric Dirkerson will always say, the Rams don't run the football very well. They're not even attempting to run the football. They are down at the bottom and running the football yards per game, yards per rush. Um, and the big matchup is how, and we talked about this too before, is the Rams' offensive line. How are they going to hold up? You know, Micah Parsons for the Cowboys, rookie of the year last year. Rookie of the year uh, last year. He's having another great year this year. People are saying already, if you had to vote, he'd probably be defensive player of the year. He's a great young talent. And what they do with him, Fred, they use him like the Rams use Aaron Donald, meaning that they'll match him up along that offensive line to figure out who's the weak link. So he may line up on the left side one play. The next series he'll line up on the right side. One time he may line up on the, the guard. Next time he'll line up over the center. Sometimes he'll line up over the, the offensive tackle. They'll move him all over the place to find that weak link, and he will get after the quarterback. So this is a game where the offensive line for the Rams are going to be tested. And on the flip side for the Rams, you know, we Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald, and, and we still regard him as the best in the league, but you don't hear his name as much as you did in the past two years. That's absolutely accurate. You know, and the reason for that, and say what you want about Von Miller and his age, but Von Miller was a big reason for that because you had to pay so much attention to him on the other side. Um, Leonard Floyd's got to get going. There's no threat from the other side or from the defensive in or outside rushes 
that allow Aaron Donald to do his thing. They can double Aaron Donald, but they're not being threatened by anybody else. And so that's why he's been a little bit neutralized. So they got to find some other guy, some other people to get pressure on the quarterback other than Aaron Donald. But it's really going to come down to the Rams' offensive line giving Stafford time to throw. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hogan and Rodney. Rodney Peace, an athlete. Rodney Peace, a father. Rodney Peace, an LA icon. Rodney Peace, and this guy, Red Rogan. <laughs> AM 570 LA Sports. Hey, and be sure to support our friend Jacob Emrani as he continues his annual support of the fight against breast cancer by leading his team. Call Jacob for the Susan G. Komen More Than Pink Breast Cancer Walk. If you're able to, please come out and support the cause by joining his team and walking with him. For more information and to donate, go to info-komen.org. I think the uh, door is open at 8, Fred. Walk begins at 9. Yes. Yep. Get down there, register, start walking with Jacob for a very good cause. All right, Ronnie, Kevin, thank you. Terrific week. Ronnie, get some rest. Playoffs start next week. we got to be ready. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.